Welcome to Homeschool Insights, the show that brings you biblical homeschool encouragement in under 10 minutes. I'm your host, Yvette Hampton. Homeschool Insights is sponsored by CTC Math. If you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try it for free. Now on to the show. I don't care what industry you're going into. If you can communicate better than everybody else, you will do better than everybody else. Oh yeah, for sure. Do you teach them with communication? Uh, do you do like speech type classes or uh, I mean, how do you teach kids, which a lot of homeschooled kids are, are pretty good communicators anyway. Um, but for those who maybe struggle with it, uh, how do you come alongside those kids and teach them? Because I agree. I mean, communication is, you know, the number one skill. If you, you can know all the things and if you can't communicate what you know, then too bad. Um, nobody's really going to care about the things that you know or the skills that you have. Well, we, so we talked about ask, do, and then there's that middle one, understand. And there's mm-hmm. a bunch of things in understand, but one of the things that I tell my students is that I want you to know there's always something going on under the surface that is more than most people realize. And if you can understand that game within the game, you can understand that second level, then it changes everything. So let me give you an example. Um, so the question was, do you teach them like, do they do speeches and things like that? And they don't, not because that is not super effective, partly because a lot of my students have already done that. So mm-hmm. I'm getting kind of an advanced group. But because I want them more than that, I want them to understand the theory that's happening underneath it. So here's one of the things we teach and understand. We say, look, a team is only as good as its culture. The culture is created through conflict and how the team handles conflict. So right then people go, wait, what? I say, yeah, look, if you're in a team and they're not fighting with each other, they don't care. That's a lousy team because they don't care enough to fight for different aspects of an idea to make the idea better. Mm. How they fight will build the culture of that team. That can be true for a family as well. Does your family fight? If somebody says no, something's really wrong, right? Like something's so, but it's That's not good about, to hear. <laughs> well, absolutely, in my house as well, right? But how you fight builds the culture of your family, right? Yeah. If you fight by bashing people around physically or mentally, that's a toxic culture. If you fight by saying, let me understand what you're saying and communicating, even and saying, you may disagree with me, but I'm the parent and you have to do this anyhow and you'll understand later, but in a loving fashion, that changes everything, right? And so when we teach something like communications, one of the things we teach is we teach conflict communication. And we teach it using a book written by a guy who ran a SWAT team in a prison. So this man communicates with people who are extremely violent physically. And this is all that he learned about how to communicate with those people so he didn't have to use physical violence on them. Now, this textbook is not going to be found at any regionally accredited college, right? But this is extremely practical information. We say, look, when somebody is in conflict with you, they're probably in conflict for these reasons. And it's often because there's an ego involved. They're trying to maintain their status. They don't want things to change. They're running scripts in their mind. This is the outcome that always happens. And if you're the person that knows this is going on, all of a sudden you can break the script, sometimes feed the ego, sometimes starve the ego, help them maintain status and know how to get somebody to where you want to go because you understand this going on underneath that the person you're communicating with doesn't even fully understand. Those are the kind of practical things that Hey, if you just know this, it's not that you have to be executably perfect at it. You just start arguing with your mom and all of a sudden you're like, oh, wait a second, this is a script. She says this, I say this, I yell, go to my room, she gets upset, we're fine the next day. What if, what is it I really want to accomplish here? I should ask this question. And all of a sudden you've changed the entire course of the conversation. And and when I watch students do that, when they're working together on projects, because we make them, we put them in stressful situations where they're going to have to do things that they're going to have conflict about. And when I watch them turn that conflict that way, I, you know, try not to do this in front of them because they'll take a picture and put it in social media. But I like, I'm dancing, thinking about like, this <laughs> is what makes the difference, right? This is the kind of understanding that can turn people's direction. Yeah. And what an incredible skill, even more so for life. You talked about families. 
And imagine what kind of world we would live in if husbands and wives would learn to communicate with each other that way. You know, because we're going to disagree with each other. I mean, there's lots of things that my husband right. and I don't agree on, music, food, you know, exactly. <laughs> all, all sorts of things like that, that we're, we're never going to agree on these things. And that's okay. Um, but then sometimes there's bigger things that we don't agree on. Maybe, you know, how we parent in certain ways mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But but being able to communicate with each other um, in a way that's effective and not demeaning to each other, but still figuring out how are we a team? Because we really are, you know, we are a team. And then bringing our girls into that as well. And that's, I mean, that's a skill. I, I wish it's a skill that I was was better at. Um, and I feel like we're learning, you know, as we're getting older and and even growing in our knowledge and understanding of the Lord and his word. Um, I think we're getting better at knowing how to communicate with each other in that way. But what an incredible skill that would have been to know early on, you know, in my teen years and moving into marriage, it would have saved years of, <laughs> of struggle and heartache. Um, and so that's an amazing thing that you're teaching to these kids. Um, I'm so grateful for, for what you're doing there. I mean, that's, that's incredible. I think that you, you said earlier, you have disagreements about parenting, but here's the exciting part, right? I've had disagreements apparently about my wife and if this is shocking, I'm sure, but it turns out my ideas weren't the best ones, <laughs> you know what I mean? And sometimes hers weren't. And so when those two ideas come together and you have a disagreement and then you're able to work that out in a way that doesn't have you hating each other, but you're still in love with each other, all of a sudden you have a better, we're better parents, right? Like I'm way better parent with my wife than without, and, and I've yeah. learned all these things. And that's, you know, we can hear that and go, oh yeah, that's definitely true. But when was the last time a, a purported educational institution actually taught that to its students? And yet we would say, look, if you understood that, everything about your life would be better. How you get along with your coworkers, how you operate in your church, how your marriage went, how you got along with your siblings. And so, but we don't, we don't talk about that because we think naturally people know those things. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of stuff that I say, if we get better at those things, we call it being extraordinary at ordinary things. I tell my students to change the world. If you're extraordinary, the ordinary things, then you'll be surprised how much stuff will change after that. Yeah. Yeah. And what an advantage we have to have the word of God, right? Because there are so many things that are not gray areas. They, they are black and white. This is what the Word of God says. And so there needs to be no argument, but sometimes it takes knowing the Word of God or one parent maybe knowing it or one spouse knowing it a little bit better and saying, you know, okay, but this is what the Bible says. And the other being able to say, ah, okay, fine. <laughs> God's right. Word always stands firm. It's always right, even above any of my, you know, ideas about what I think is right. And, and so I'm so thankful that we do have the Bible to help guide us through these things and and teaching our kids to know God's word for that very reason, so that there's never question. I mean, we have to ask questions, like you said about things, but there are some things that there's no question, you know, boys are boys, girls are girls, right? There's not a question as to whether or not that's true. It's true. And I'm reading uh, through Paul's epistles right now, and they're so good and, and so much life application um, that I just read. And it's almost like he wrote it today, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, That we can just read them and go, oh yeah, that pertains perfectly to the things that are going on in our world today. So, um, So I love what you're doing. Thanks for joining us for Homeschool Insights. For more great homeschool inspiration and resources, listen to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. And be sure to watch the film Schoolhouse Rocked, The Homeschool Revolution.